Hey, Drew Dixon from Love Thy Nerd, back with you for another Bible Thump. And uh, we're in First Peter. Um, happy Easter, right? It's Easter weekend. I hope you're having a great weekend. Um, I want to remind you before I read some from First Peter chapter 1 that really Peter's whole book is based on the reality of the resurrection. This book, in many ways, is a celebration of Christ's resurrection. And then out of that, it's a reflection on what does life then look like now as people who follow in Jesus's resurrection footsteps. As the first person raised Jesus from the dead, as the first person raised from the dead, Jesus sets this precedent for this is what life in his kingdom looks like. That's all centered around this idea, this promise, this hope of future resurrection. So Jesus's resurrection is a promise, is a guarantee, is a, is a new covenant um, that promises life from death. Um, and it's really, really good news. And Peter's going to highlight some ways that it's good news for us in this passage. So I'll read First Peter chapter 1, starting in verse 13. Therefore, with your minds ready for action, be sober-minded and set your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires of your former ignorance. But as the one who called you is holy, you also are to be holy in all your conduct. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. If you appeal to the Father who judges impartially according to each one's work, you are to conduct yourselves in reverence during your time living as strangers. For you know that you were redeemed from your empty way of life, inherited from your fathers, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of an unblemished and spotless lamb. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for you. Through him... Uh, and through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. You see, the whole thing is built on this idea of resurrection. Verse 22, um, since you've purified yourselves by your obedience to the truth so that, you, so that you show sincere brotherly love for each other from a pure heart and love one another constantly because you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of the grass. The grass withers and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this word is the gospel that was proclaimed to you. Okay, so if we're resurrected creatures awaiting our final resurrection, like right now we possess the promise of resurrection, right now we're, we have the seal of resurrection, right now we're experiencing an inward, like, personal spiritual resurrection that Jesus refers to as being born again, um, and here Peter reflects on as well, um, as, as new birth. Um, as those who've experienced that, what does life look like now? As resurrected beings, we are, I think you need to see yourself that way, you are a resurrected creature, you've been born again, you've been given, you've been given new life, just as, as God breathed the breath of life into humans and creation, so Jesus breathes the breath of the Spirit and new birth into everyone who trusts in him. So so that's who you are. Peter wants you to reflect on these really um, like big theological realities of, of, of who we are in Jesus. That's kind of the point, a big part of the point of his book. And so he's saying here that if we are these resurrected creatures, here's something that's going to mark our lives. Uh, it's a big, important theological word. You ready? You ready for it? Holy. We're to be holy as he is holy. Um, with our minds ready for action, set our hope completely on the grace to be brought to us at the revelation of Jesus Christ. He's telling us to live a, a, a future uh, 
a faith to have a faith in future grace that there's coming a day when we will be raised from the dead. So in light of that, here's what he says. But as the one who called you is holy, you are to be holy in all your conduct. Well, what does it mean to be holy? Um, the word literally means like set apart. Um, and so we set apart certain things for holy use. This weekend, you might set apart uh, outfits, <laughs> right, for you and your kids, and you dress up and you look fancy because it's Easter, right? And um, probably there's some, like, spiritual significance to that of, like, new birth <laughs> or something, right? But probably you just do it because it's it's Easter. Um and so, but yeah, we set apart certain dishes to eat on, on special occasions. Maybe you have a special Easter meal and you eat on special plates that you only eat on, 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 on holidays. Um, but yeah, we, so, so we're to see ourselves as set apart by God as, as special, uh, to him. But also there's a sense of holiness carrying this idea of like moral purity and, and moral perfection. And so I, yeah, I do think Peter's calling us as well to a, um, to see ourselves as special in the eyes of God, but also to um, embrace uh, this call to live a morally dignified life compared to the rest of creation, that we would see ourselves as those called by God. Um, and so as those called by God, we're, we're to live differently. We're to live more purely. We're to um, stand out in a way. Um, and and so what does that then look like? Um, well, I think a lot of times we get hung up and with holy, when it comes to holiness, we get hung up on all the things we're not supposed to do. And now, look, there are a lot of things I think we should not do as Christians. Um, and some examples of that would be like, we shouldn't um, do anything that har harms our neighbors. Uh, we shouldn't slander people. We shouldn't tell lies. We shouldn't, um, you could go through the Ten Commandments. We shouldn't murder. We shouldn't steal. We shouldn't do things that, um, that cause harm to others. We shouldn't exploit people. We shouldn't uh, look for ways to make more and more money uh, while other people suffer. Now, is making money sinful? Of course not, but we shouldn't make money. We shouldn't seek to make money in ways that harm other people, which is a big problem in our culture. Uh, so those are just some examples. But um, Peter's focus here is not on what we shouldn't do. You know, a lot of times we get hung up on those, like, like do we don't say certain words and we don't hang out with certain people and we don't... Um, you know, watch certain movies or whatever. But what Peter has in mind is actually a lot more proactive than those kinds of things. Um, what Peter has in mind is that we would, the the very first thing that comes out of this idea of being holy for Peter is, is this. He says, since you have purified yourselves by your obedience to the truth so that you show sincere brotherly love. And, and by the way, when he says purified yourselves, it's not like we've done anything to change our state before God. But he's saying, um, as you've come to faith in Jesus, um, that process that we do participate in, um, we don't participate in, in our salvation, but we do participate in, in uh, it, like we're, we're invited, right? And we accept that invitation and come to faith. Um, we're, we're purified. So as we're purified by Jesus through our relationship with him, um, what do we do? He says, show sincere brotherly love for each other from a pure heart. Uh, love one another constantly. Why? Because you've been born again. You are this new resurrected creature, so what should you do now? You should look for every opportunity to love and serve your nerdy neighbor. <laughs> but not just your nerdy neighbor, any neighbor, right? Um, the invitation to follow Jesus is also an invitation to holiness. 
And what does holiness look like? Well, the first step, the first thing that comes to Peter's mind as he thinks about what a holy life looks like is a life of sincere, so genuine, um, not fake, uh, vulnerable, uh, brotherly love. So love that looks at others and says, I want your good. I'm willing to give of myself. I'm willing to sacrifice so that you're filled, so that you're empowered, so that you're strengthened, so that you're helped. So here's the challenge today for you on this Easter Sunday. Um, what would it look like for you to live with resurrection hope? Um, Peter gives us one, one, one challenge, and that's sincere brotherly love. So there might be a barrier to you today in showing sincere brotherly love. And by the way, sisterly love works too. Okay, let's not exclude this. I don't mean to exclude this at all. I'm just using the word that's in my translation here. Um, how? What, what might the barrier be? Well, it might be sincerity. Maybe the people around you, you don't feel like, maybe your kids, your spouse, your friends on this Easter weekend are driving you nuts and you're not feeling very genuine in your love for them. So maybe the step for you today is just to pray, God, um, God, help me to acknowledge how I'm unwilling, how I'm just not sincere in my love for the people in my life today. Help me see that and acknowledge it so I can turn from it. Repent, repent. That's the word the Bible uses often. Repent from that selfishness. Um, maybe the barrier for you is, is not... Um, sincerity it's just like you're paralyzed like you don't know how to show love to someone that's another great prayer to ask to to give up to god to 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 pray to god is to say god show me how to love my spouse show me how to love my kids um help me to see acknowledge the ways they need my protection my support who's a friend who's lonely this weekend um you know maybe you maybe you have a friend who's you know feels isolated on Easter because everyone else has family and they don't. Um, how could you be the love of Jesus to that person? Um, so I can't spell this out for you, but that is the challenge for us out of First Peter, I think. It's to acknowledge these beautiful, glorious theological truths about ourselves, that we're um, set apart, that we are holy, that we have been uh, sanctified, we've been purified, we've been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Um, just as God raised from the dead and gave him glory, uh, so we too will be raised from the dead and given glory. And, and that secures our faith and our hope and our future. So in light of that, right now, what should we do? Well, we should love. Sincerely, genuinely. So pray for sincerity. Pray that God would change your heart. And then pray for clarity. Sincerity and clarity. Sincerity, God, help me to love people in a way that's sincere, that's from the heart, in a way that really shows consistent, genuine love. And then secondly, give me clarity about how to do that. Sometimes the way we try to love other people doesn't help them much because really in the end it's about us. We are kind sometimes, kind to our spouses, to our friends, to our neighbors because we hope they'll give us something back, right? We hope they'll give us affection back. Kind your spouse so that hopefully they'll give you physical affection back. Sometimes you're kind to your children because you hope that they'll um, represent you well at school or at church or whatever, that they'll um, 
obey you and make you look good, right? Um, let's, let's ask God to help us love people in ways that actually serves and benefits them. That's not about us. God, what would it look like? This is a prayer to pray to God. God, what would it, what would it look like for me to love my kids, my spouse, my friends, uh, my neighbor in a way that isn't about me? What if you could do that this weekend? How might you see, how might Jesus manifest himself in your home, your family, your neighborhood, your school? How might, how might he show up and show his glory and his goodness and the good news of the gospel in and through you? That's exciting to think about, isn't it? I hope it is for you. Happy Easter. He is risen. He is risen indeed. We'll see you next week.